Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the episode of Living Light Outdoors on the mic. It's Friday. We are rolling downhill towards the weekend. We're almost there. Hang on. We're getting closer. Hope you're having a great week. Hope you've had a great week. We're headed off into Thanksgiving week next week. What a time. It's amazing how fast time moves uh, anymore. I, I just I stand in, a, in amazement. I uh, was talking the other day. I've lost a couple of weeks somewhere in here. I had no idea we were so close to, to the, the Thanksgiving week already. Um, our deer season starts tomorrow as far as our, our rifle season. That's what I always look forward to. And Man, what a time. So the weather's cold. It's a little blustery. It's a little snowy. Uh, it feels like it's around Christmas time already, doesn't it? Uh, anyway, with all of that said, I want to share a message with you that I'm borrowing. Um, good friends, Jeremy and Kim Cover with Cadence Ministries. Uh, they are there around Fort Bragg in North Carolina and, and doing ministry work with our, our uh, active duty warriors our soldiers and their families and doing an incredible job of ministry there. I'd encourage you to look up Cadence Ministries. They've located all over. Um, I just happen to know Jeremy and Kim Cover, And Kim does some writing from time to time and has allowed me to share some of her messages. So I'm going to share another one that she just dropped that has sparked something in me. So this is what Kim wrote, and then I'll express some of my thoughts on top of this. So this is from Kim Cover. This past week, I've had the privilege of three nights away with 16 women from the East Coast Cadence Field. We spoke about our first love. Among all of the demands that life has to offer, is God remaining our first love? Man, what a powerful question that is. With all the things that life puts upon us, with all of the struggle, the challenges, the, the distractions, is God still our first love? She goes on to say, we spent time in Ephesians, uh, in Ephesians 1, and what stood out the most to me in this familiar scripture is that God gave me all. God gave us everything. He gave us our all. She says, my identity, my life, which is purposed in his son, Jesus, a life that is blameless, blessed with every spiritual blessing, adopted and chosen that we were his beloved children before the foundation of the world. Her exclamation here is, what? Mind explosion. We were his beloved children before the foundation of the world. Just ponder that thought. Before the foundation, he redeemed us to the praise of his glorious grace. Be encouraged that he has given us everything before we ever turned our face heart, or mind to seek him. How can we display that to those around us with actually no transaction required? Let us consider this as we come into a season focused on giving. In Christ is life, both abundant and immeasurable. I pray that you would know God as bigger than any circumstance you are facing. What a powerful message. After reading this, uh, reading what Kim had written, I had to go dig into some some word. I had to get into Ephesians 1 because I wanted to refresh what she was speaking here. And this is what came out of that. The, the subtitle of Ephesians chapter 1 is considered the blessing of redemption. Uh, we're redeemed, as she spoke of. Ephesians chapter 1, we're going to go from one uh, verse 1 through 14. It starts this way. 
Paul, an apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed, by the will of God, that is, by his purpose and his choice, to the saints, God's people, who are at Ephesus and are faithful and loyal and steadfast in Christ Jesus. He addresses, I love how Paul does these things, grace to you and peace, inner calm and spiritual well-being to you from our God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed and worthy of praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm in Christ, just as in his love he chose us in Christ, actually selected us for himself as his own before the foundation of the world, so that we would be holy, that is, consecrated, set apart for him, purpose-driven, and blameless in his sight. Remember what she wrote? My identity, my life, which is purposed in his son, Jesus. The scripture goes on to say, In love he predestined and lovingly planned for us to be adopted to himself as his own children through Jesus Christ, in accordance with the kind intention and good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace and favor, which he also freely bestowed on us in the in the beloved, his son, Jesus Christ. Now, I like how it talks about his will, because we just recently discovered that his will is his want, his, his choice. She says, remember what she said, a life that is blameless in there. In him, we have redemption, that is our deliverance and salvation, through his blood, which paid the penalty for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin in accordance with the riches of his grace, which he lavished on us. Remember, she wrote, a life that is blessed with every spiritual blessing. In all wisdom and understanding, with practical insight, he made known to us the mystery of his will, again, his want, his choice, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, with regard to the fulfillment of the times, that is, the end of history, the climax of the ages, to bring all things together in Christ, both things in the heaven and things on the earth. In him also we have received an inheritance, a destiny. We are claimed by God as his own, having been predestined, chosen, appointed beforehand, according to the purpose of him who works everything in agreement with the counsel and design of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ who first put our confidence in him as our Lord and Savior, would exist to the praise of his glory. She wrote in there, a life that is adopted and chosen, just like the scripture talks about. The scripture goes on to end in this fashion. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result believed in him, were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ himself, as owned and protected by God. The Spirit is the guarantee, the first installment, the pledge, a foretaste of our inheritance until the redemption of God's own purchased possession, his believers, to the praise of his glory. My friend Kim closed her message with these last words, In Christ is life both abundant and immeasurable. 
I pray that you would know God as bigger than any circumstance that you are facing. That's how she closed that. That we would know God as bigger than any circumstance, any struggle, any challenge, anything, any decision that we are facing. God is bigger than any of those things. Ladies and gentlemen, we must come to a complete understanding in our hearts and minds and spirits that God planned out our path. We're predestined. He already set us apart to be his voice in these crazy times. He desires us to live our lives in Christ, which comes with abundant, immeasurable blessing. In order to have life abundant, we must live in Christ. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 through 7, we read one of my favorite accounts of Scripture. It is the letter to the church of Ephesus. Paul is already talking to the church of Ephesus here, but this is on down the road to which is given a challenge in Revelations chapter 2. And, and, and it states that we have done lots of good things. We've even hated the very things God himself hates. But the scripture says this, yet I have this against you. This is God speaking to the church of Ephesus, the, the, the angel of the Lord. Yet I have this against you. You have left your first love. You have lost the depth of love that you first had for me. Whew, that's a, that's a deep scripture right there. We've done all these good things. Our, our life shows we're doing all the right things, right? I mean, we're living the best we can. We're going to church. We're studying his word. We're praying. We're, you know, we're giving thanks. We're, we're doing all these things, yet he has this against us. We've left our first love. Remember, she said that they were talking throughout their entire weekend about first love. The fact that we allow ourselves to become uh, so enamored by the distractions of things going on around us, our troubles, our struggles, that we forget who we are and that we maybe wander away from the very thing that had us solid to begin with, leaving our first love, losing the depth of love that you had for Christ first. It goes on to say this, so remember the height from which you've fallen. Remember, remember that time, remember that, that feeling, that, that, that exquisite feeling of when you first surrendered your life to Christ and when, when God came alive inside of you, that's the height in which we've fallen from. And he goes on to say, and repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior that we need to seek God's will, God's want, God's choice for us and do the works that we did at first. When you first knew Christ, he's our first love. It's, it's in Christ that we find life. The challenge comes in the midst of the process of our life today, learning to live in him, even in the midst of the chaos in our life. Our first love must become our most important focus. Our eyes must remain on Jesus. Again, one of my favorite stories is Peter out on the in the boat in the storm when Jesus comes walking across on in the water. The waves they're they're struggling to row the boat across the storm and the wind and 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 here comes Jesus walking along to them and 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 they think he's a ghost actually if you look at the Bible scripture. But Jesus says, "Guys, what are you afraid of? It's just me." And Peter said, "Lord, if that's really you, bid me to come out there on the water with you." And he did. He said, "Come." I don't believe that that story reference in the Bible that Jesus offered to just Peter to come out on the water. I believe that that offer went to every disciple that was in that boat. 
Come, walk on the water with me. But only Peter, being the knucklehead, he's the only one that crawls overboard, right? But we know the story. He starts walking on water. The miraculous is happening. But what happens? He takes his eyes off Jesus and instantly begins to sink. Now he cries out to the Lord. The Bible says, immediately Peter cried out to the Lord, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out and lifted him up. And he said, oh, you have little faith. Now, the Bible doesn't record this. This comes from the MOV, which is my own version. How'd they get back in the boat? See, from the MOV, I believe that Peter and Jesus walked together through the waves. Because remember, there's a storm going on. The wind's still blowing. There's still a lot of waves. And the, and the, the thing that distracted Peter from Jesus is still going on. But together they walked back to the boat. I believe if Jesus said they had to have carried him back, we'd have seen that recorded in the Word. We don't see it that way. So I'm going to go with the MOV here, that they walked together on the water, the miraculous still happening, back to the boat. And it was only till after they got in the boat that Jesus spoke to the waves to be still. And they were still. So in the midst of your storm, we've got to keep our eyes on our first love. We've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. That continues to roll out of me lately. The author and finisher of our faith. It's in Jesus that we find our strength. It's in the Holy Spirit that came from what he said, man, the comforter is going to come. You need him more than you need me. The holy power that comes from the presence of God in us, we've got to keep our eyes on our first love. We've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. We've got to know beyond a shadow of a doubt He is the one who delivers us in all circumstances of life. No matter the distraction, no matter the storm, no matter the problem that we face, we must constantly keep our eyes on our first love. Man, I thank Kim and and Jeremy for the work that they're doing in ministry with Cadence Ministries. Uh, Pray for them. If if you feel led, look that that up online. Look them up under Cadence Ministries. You can find uh, Jeremy and Kim Cover. Uh, It's spelled like cover, C-O-V-E-R. But look them up. There's ways there that you can uh, participate in in sponsoring them uh, financially. They're, they're missionaries. They're in the missions field right here on our home front. They're, they're working with our military, our currently active uh, service members and their families, doing their part to share the love of Jesus with those guys, giving them hope and healing in the process of this chaotic world. Thank you for your support of all ministries that are going on in this world today. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, again, love on, on Jeremy and Kim if you get a chance. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Uh, thank, thank them for letting me share their messages. I love the messages that she writes. Uh, I know Jeremy's out there doing stuff as well. He's got men's groups going. They're, they're, oh, they're, they're, they're busy all the time in ministry. We're so thankful for them, being friends with them and, and her allowing me to share the things that she's written recently. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for your support of, of our ministry, Living Loud Outdoors. Thank you for praying for Rhonda and I. Rhonda's on her way back from Springfield as I speak right now. She's almost home. I'm excited. Haven't seen her throughout this entire week. Going to be good to have her home uh, back into the whatever we're calling normal these days. But continue to pray for us. If you want to support us financially, all of our giving links are on our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. Uh, pinned right to the top of our Facebook page. Check out uh, Cadence Ministries with with Jeremy and Kim Cover as well. Uh, Peterson Outdoor Ministries is a ministry that we're involved with. Reboot Recoveries, another ministry that we're involved with. 
there are lots of places that you can find to, to follow the heart of God and support his missionaries doing his work today. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.